As a confidant and coach to business leaders, I know a lot of people who are rich and miserable and those on the opposite side of the spectrum. So let's pull it all together, shall we? We'll explore the intersection between wealth and joy. We'll look at the psychology, spirituality, and practicality of money, plus some of the things that make up a truly lucrative lifestyle. I'm your host, Mindy Kinnis, and this is The Lucra Life. So this is a special kind of segment. As you can probably hear, I am hiking. And oftentimes when I'm hiking, I'm always thinking about content for you, for this podcast. And so I thought, why not just record it out on the trail? So if you hear me a little bit out of breath, I might be hiking uphill, or if you hear my footsteps in the desert rocks and sand beneath my feet, that's why. So today's episode is all about financial forgiveness. This is something I talked about in my inner circle. And a lot of times when people hear the term financial forgiveness, they're thinking about forgiveness of loans or forgiveness of a debt. For instance, there's a lot of talk these days about forgiving student loan debt And (laughs) I almost kind of wish that I had held out for that. I mean, I don't really, but it sounds like a good idea. It took me 11 years after grad school to pay off all those debts, which is a long time. And I know that many people have an even longer horizon based on their current income or whatever their situation might be. It's not a fun experience. That being said, I wouldn't have changed it because I absolutely am so grateful for the experiences that I had both in undergrad and graduate school. And yet the system pretty much sucks. We all know that. So hopefully there can be some changes going forward into the future. But point being, financial forgiveness in the way that I want to talk about it today is more about forgiving yourself Way, way, way back in the beginning of this show, Sean and I were interviewing Keith Cunningham, and he has a great question. He says, you know, if you could go back in time and change one financial decision you made, how much money would you have now? My answer was a lot. (laughs) And of course, there are many, many, many decisions that I have made over time that I would love to go back and change. Case in point, (laughs) this morning, I lost a a good sum of money in my trading in the markets. And, you know, that happens. It was more than I had intended to lose. And if I could go back (laughs) and do things differently, I would. But that's the thing, is we can't go back in time. So a lot of times what happens, and I myself have done this, I have clients who have done this, you may be doing this, it's something to watch out for. What happens is we move forward in our life because time goes on, regardless of what we're doing, and we carry that weight with us. We carry that burden of feeling bad about our decision. We keep thinking, oh, if only, 
you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda type mentality. And that just doesn't help anything. That is a heavy weight to be carrying both mentally and energetically. Because if you are so bogged down by guilt based on your past decisions regarding anything in your financial life, that energetically will weigh on you. In other words, hunch you down, crouch you down. And when you're in that kind of position energetically, you can't open up to abundance. You can't open up to prosperity. And I want to be very clear about something. When I'm talking about forgiveness, it doesn't mean that, oh, it doesn't matter what I did, right? Because there are always consequences, both positive and negative, to our actions. So I'm not saying you can say, oh, yeah, you know, it actually was the right decision. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is allowing yourself to move forward without the weight of that experience, without the guilt of that experience weighing you down. Because just like I was trying to pay off my student loans for over a decade, and like I said, eventually I did, but a lot of that was like, oh, I made these choices and now I'm stuck in this position. Well, knowing what I know now, if I had been able to take my current situation and say two things. One, I do have absolute gratitude for my previous decision. And I trust my past self. Trusting your past self is knowing that you're always on the right path. That even if it feels hard in the moment, and this feels hard right now because I'm really (laughs) going up a steep incline, but uh, when it feels hard in the moment, knowing that you're on the right path is the key. So how do we forgive ourselves? Step one is just being open to do so. It may be too big of a step to say, yep, I forgive myself. I mean, you can say that, but you don't actually believe it (laughs) and you don't actually feel it. So a, a smaller step toward that is being able to say, I am open to forgiving myself. And I would say, ask yourself honestly, are you open to that? Or are you still in the process of self-flagellation, self-hatred, self-destruction, self-annoyance, whatever it is for you, that you are holding on to that weight, that guilt, and that frustration? So being open to the possibility of forgiving yourself is first. So then, okay, let's say you can do that. And really the best and easiest way to even get to that point is affirmations. Just stating vocally or in writing, I am open to forgiving myself. Or I am even open to begin the process of forgiving myself. It may not be a one and done thing. (laughs) I have to forgive myself daily, hourly, minute by minute, if I'm being honest and aware of my own thoughts. It's a constant thing, so it's a practice. 
like anything else you would do on a regular basis. So step one, having that awareness, paying attention to when you're finding yourself in that negative head space and then shifting it. Okay, I'm open to start this process. I'm open to forgiving myself. I'd like to begin <laughs> to forgive myself. That's like saying I haven't even started yet, but I would like to. So depending on your comfort level and how, how accurately and how confidently you can believe yourself when you say these things, that's where you should start. Everybody's gonna start at a different place. There's no right or wrong here. But my recommendation to you this week is to get your journal out, get a notebook, and write out your financial forgiveness story. In other words, what that would entail is writing out what you did or what you decided or what the situation was that you feel like you kind of screwed some stuff up. And then once you're clear on that, allowing any of the feelings, frustration, anger, sadness, whatever, to show up because feelings are similar to weather. They're consistently moving and passing through. There's not usually, other than maybe that red dot on Jupiter, <laughs> a consistent storm in the same place. So a storm comes through and eventually it moves on. Feelings are the same thing. And a feeling, if you can be with it, is just a feeling. It's only when we try to stuff it down, suppress it, or act it out that can cause us more problems. But if you just allow the feeling, it will eventually pass through. And here's the thing, it may even come back up again. <laughs> and that's okay. You may have to let that storm pass through multiple times. You may have to have it be an ongoing experience for durations of time, but there is always an end to that storm. Even if it's so much so, like in the extreme scenario, if you can just be with it and allow some of these harder, quote, negative feelings, you may cry, you may scream, you may whatever to help it get out of your system physically. But the reality is eventually you're going to wear yourself out. You're going to exhaust yourself to the point of maybe you just fall asleep or whatever the situation is. And even that is then a lessening of the storm. Might it still be there when you wake up again? Sure. But this is the work that we are here to do allow ourselves and and when i say that i'm talking about like our our self with a capital s our highest self our best self allowing that self to express oftentimes that's not pretty and oftentimes it's not even very fun but that's why we came into this life experience as we did choosing the things that we chose the people that we chose the decisions that we make along the way my personal belief is that everything happens for a reason. That means that all of those 
crappy financial decisions that I made, that was a learning process, a growth, a development process for my experience. Uh, I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now. It's kind of a hazy day in Arizona, which is delightful. <laughs> because as you can guess, in the desert, we mostly have sunshine. And as a little side story, my little brother had lived in Phoenix prior to me moving to Arizona. And he used to all the time say, oh, I love a cloudy day. And I thought he was crazy. I'm like, I would never say that because I'm, I always love the sunshine. And yet here I am all these years later, having lived in Arizona for over a decade, I'm like, ooh, give me some of those cloudy days. <laughs> so just goes to show we are never as confined to a, one identity as we believe we are would be a lot easier if we didn't change through our life, but hey, that's not how it works. So to wrap this up, because I am nearing the end of this trail, I want you to consider at least one of your past financial decisions. I'm not even gonna call it a mistake because yeah, it may have seemed that way. It still may seem that way. But like I said earlier, the truth is, everything is here for your growth. Every person, every experience, every circumstance, there are no accidents. So I'm just going to call it a decision, a financial decision. And see if you can begin that process of financial forgiveness for yourself. Because here's what happens on the other side. And I have seen this in my own life. I have seen this in the lives of clients. Once you get past that point of being able to say, yep, here's what happened, this was the situation, and I forgive myself moving forward, that then opens you up to new opportunity. It opens you up to greater resources of everything from creativity to just paying attention to when opportunity shows up at your door, literally might be knocking, and you've been <laughs> so clouded over with guilt and frustration and sadness and anger about your past decisions, you're not even hearing the freaking knock on the door. So this just clears out all that negativity and allows for some really powerful experiences and prosperity to come in. So let me know how this goes for you. I would love to hear your feedback on this. You can find this and all of these episodes at lucra.com. There's always a comment section under each episode that is posted. You can actually listen to the episode right on that site or of course find it on your favorite podcast provider. If you enjoyed this trail talk, today. Let me know that as well because I will make more of them in the future. Ready to make your dream your reality? Let's build your business so you can do what you are here to do. I invite you to join my inner circle, the Lucra Collective, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who got over the limiting belief that they needed to go it alone. Visit lucra.com 
to join today. That's lucra.com. Lucra, where wealth equals well-being.